Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. break the stillness of this moment, for this is a time of mystery, a time when imagination is free and moves forward swiftly, silently. This is The Haunting Hour. Police launch is being slowly pushed by the ocean currents toward jagged rocks where the water boils and swirls as in a giant cauldron. Searchlights stab the darkness to reveal grappling irons, probing the inky waters out of the devil's deep. Hey, Inspector Bowman, Captain wants to know if he can turn a launch around now. He says Devil's Deep is no place to be caught when the tide turns. Tell him to hold it a minute, Sergeant. I think we got our corpse. Uh, give me a hand pulling that rope. Okay. Uh, why is it they always seem heavier when they're dead? Never mind the questions. Just get them over the side. Right. Okay? Take her out, Cap. Yeah, I'm going to stretch him out on deck for you, Inspector Bowman. Ground, eh? Maybe. Fell off the cliff up there. Now swing that searchlight down here. Yeah, he's the one I want, all right. Good gravy. There was another one? Yeah, two of them. Uh, help me unbutton this coat. Well, in that case, you're lucky to have dragged up the one you wanted. You're telling me? I have two suspects back at headquarters. One of them is lying about how this guy was killed. Well, uh, which was it? The fall from the cliff or drowning? Neither, Sergeant. Take a look at this bullet hole. I sent for you, Miss Scott, and you, Mr. Malone, because I have some new evidence. I want the whole story. Everything. But, Inspector Bowman, I, I've told you how it happened. From the beginning this time, Miss Scott. And with no hints from you, Mr. Malone. Oh, I'm sorry, Inspector, but this seems unfair. You've got absolutely nothing on either Miss Scott or myself. I'll decide that, Mr. Malone. If you please, Miss Scott. Well, I came here to the island because of my stepbrother. You see, Duncan and I were closer than many real brothers and sisters. I'd taken care of him ever since our folks died. I guess I decided to come that day in the doctor's office when he said... Ever since I've known you, Peggy Scott, you've been saddled with that young brother of yours. Well, I've almost made up my mind to buy a cottage on the island, Dr. Ramsey. Oh, oh it's a lovely cottage. Set back from a high cliff. It's straight out of a storybook. Good. Might get him away from his imagination. He's got too much, Peggy. It's bad. I know. But I understand him, Doctor. And I can give him understanding and kindness. Well, sounds like the very thing, Peggy. But take my advice and go down by boat. 
As long as you avoid people, you and Duncan are avoiding trouble. It was early in the season, and there weren't many passengers on the steamer that crawled along the coast. But even so, there was one too many. For fate sent Mr. Sherman across our path. Events were already closing in on me the first morning when I was trying to make Duncan comfortable in his deck chair. I wish you wouldn't treat me like a baby. I'm going to go to my stateroom and read. Oh, you promise not to open that trunk full of books until we reach the island, Duncan. Now, here. Let me fix that blank. Come here alone, will you, Peggy? That old fool is looking at us again. I can wring his neck. That's no way to talk about Mr. Sherman. He was very sweet to us. Helping us with our bags was just an excuse. He's been following us ever since we got on board. Haven't you noticed the way he's looking at you? Keep him away from his Peggy or say, help me out. Yo, what, Duncan? Nothing, Reg. Maybe I'm just imagining things in that. Oh, I do wish you'd try to get over it, Duncan. Why, Peggy? Imagination's a handy thing, you know. Lots of times it helps you to look into the future. The future fast became the present. And on a ship, there's very little chance to escape it. Certainly, I never expected the train of events that harmless little Mr. Sherman's attention was to bring. I can still remember how apologetic he looked the next day when he finally found me alone. Well, it's a, it's a lovely day, Miss Scott, isn't it? You mind if I sit down? Oh, I know, Mr. Sherman. Of course not. Well, I confess I'm relieved your brother isn't on deck today, Miss Scott. I do believe he dislikes me. Oh, Duncan takes a bit of understanding, Mr. Sherman. He's he's not well. well. That hardly explains it, but... Well, I'll make friends with the boy yet. You'll see. I hear you've bought the place at Devil's Deep. Rather lonely place for just the two of you. You sound as though you've been on the island before, Mr. Sherman. Oh, come up every summer. Miss Scott, uh, you know that chap over there? The one in the trench coat and the battered brown hat? Yes. This is the second time in the last hour I've caught him staring at me. Well, maybe he thinks he knows you. Well, we'll ignore him. No doubt you'll attract enough handsome young men without adding me to the competition. I must get around that brother of yours, though. Now, I'll drop down to a stateroom and have a chat with him. Oh, no, no. Uh, hmm? That is, I'd wait until he's feeling better. He he might not be very friendly and... No? Well, now, don't you worry about that, young lady. I'll... I'll turn on the famous Sherman charm. That'll do the trick. My friends tell me it's fatal. Absolutely fatal. My stateroom was directly across from Duncan's in one of those passageways that leads onto the deck. When I retired that night, I left my door ajar in case he should call. I don't know how late it was when I awakened, but it was the sound of his door that brought me to with a start. Then after a moment... I heard something heavy being moved on deck. I got to the window in time to see Duncan pushing something through the lifeboats. Without stopping to think, I grabbed my robe and rushed out. I saw him leaning against the lifeboat, looking down into the water. Duncan! Duncan! Duncan, are you all right? Hello, Pegs. Of course I'm all right. What are you doing out here? Well, I heard you, Duncan. You were moving something. Yeah. My trunk. Your trunk? With your books in it? That's right. I pushed it over, boy. Oh, Duncan. 
Didn't you notice that man in the trench coat there beyond the lifeboat? Come on, let's go back. He's coming over here. Let him come. It's none of his business. Come along, Duncan. I'm not going to stand here and be made a fool of. Let's walk back to the room. All right, all right. Watch your step, Peggy. I had to lift the trunk over that threshold thing. That's it. Well, good night. Not so fast, young man. You haven't even started for bed. I'm coming in. No, Peggy, leave me alone, will you? I don't want you in my cabin. Nevertheless, I'm coming in. Now, where's the light switch? Oh. Now, Duncan, I'm not going to move until I see you take your jacket off and stop. Duncan! Your books are piled up against the wall. They weren't in the... Duncan. What was in that trunk? Mr. Sherman had disappeared. When we docked next morning, I looked for him. He didn't get off the boat. The purser hadn't seen him. I was frantic. I couldn't believe Duncan had... had... Anyway, I decided to go to the cottage first and then come back and phone Dr. Ramsey. As you know, there's no road to Devil's Deep. My stepbrother and I walked along the path through the woods. It was almost noon when we reached the house. Well, sis, this place isn't bad at all. Sort of wild and woolly. Hear that surf beating on the rocks down below? Leave the bags out here and go on inside, Duncan. Yeah, all right, sure. Say, this is all right, Peggy. Nice and cozy. Fireplace and everything. Oh, Duncan, if only... Duncan, sit down, dear. I've got to talk with you. Peggy, what's the use of questions? You know how I get mixed up sometimes? I forget things I've done. Oh, I simply forgot I'd taken the books out of my trunk, that's all. You don't know how I want to believe you, dear, but I... Why should forget all about it, huh? I have. I feel better already. You ought to be glad that I've gotten out of the dumps. Oh, I am, Duncan. But after last night, I... What's that you've got there? A note. It was lying on the table. The cleaning woman must have left it. Here, let me see it. It's addressed to me, Peggy. I don't recognize the handwriting, do you? To you? That's strange. Who, who could have gotten here before us? It's easy enough to find out. But we don't know anybody here. I couldn't... Duncan, what's the matter? What does it say? It says... People hang for murder. Oh, please, dear, don't look like that. Here, let me have it. If silence is worth $10,000, I'll forget about that trunk. Blackmail? But who? Suddenly I realized. The young man in the trench coat. Then almost as an afterthought, it came over me. Duncan had really killed Mr. Sherman. It was in the open now. It had to be safe. What are we going to do, Peggy? They'll hang me. You know they will. Please, please, Duncan. I've got to think. I couldn't help it, Peggy. I, I didn't know what I was doing. That old fool Sherman, he came to see me. He drove me to it. Oh, I suppose I knew what had happened all the time. But I didn't want to believe it. We'll have to go to the police, Duncan. No. I'll kill myself first. I won't do it. You've got to help me, Peggy. You're the only one who can. Oh, I've tried, dear. And maybe I've only hurt you. Don't you see that somebody else knows now, even though the note isn't signed? The guy in the trench coat says we can pay him off. They have left you plenty. You can get the money. It wouldn't work, Duncan, even if it were right. Blackmail doesn't end anything. But it's my only chance, Pegs. I'll kill myself if you don't. You know what, Dad? Somebody dies. you got to take care of me. You'll get the money, won't you? Please, Peggy. All right, dear. I'll get the money. <laughs> Thank you.
Devil's Deep. A police launch has dragged the turbulent waters of the Devil's Deep and found the body of a man. So far, Inspector Bowman has neglected to mention that fact to the two young people who sit beneath the glaring light in his office. The eyes of the young man in the trench coat have never left Peggy Scott as she goes back over her story. So, Miss Scott, this brother of yours, Duncan, takes one of his crazy dislikes to this Sherman guy on the boat, and that night he shoves a trunk overboard. You were the one watching this, Malone? Naturally, Inspector. So when you found that blackmail note waiting for you in your cottage, Miss Scott, you knew right away it was Malone who was on to the murder. Yes, and I was sure of it after I'd gone to the bank that afternoon and arranged for a transfer of my funds. Hey, lady, wait a minute. Mind if I walk you back to Devil's Deep, Miss Scott? What? How did you know my name? What do you want? Oh, just a couple of questions, Miss Scott. Like, uh, are you in the habit of calling on bank presidents the minute you get in town? That is none of your business. I'm afraid it is. Very much my business. Oh, yes, I'd forgotten your note. I suppose that's true. Now, please, if you'll let me by. Not so fast, please. I've got to talk with you and your brother. Mr. Malone, if you're wise, you'll keep very much away from my stepbrother. That's a warning. We'll be ready for the next note when you send it. Goodbye. Suddenly, I knew that Duncan and this Mr. Malone must not meet. Above all else, I had to get my brother back to Dr. Ramsey before there was another tragedy. But next morning, when I returned from the bank where I'd gone to sign the necessary papers... I'm back, Duncan. Want to help me... Duncan, what are you doing with that poker? We've got company, Peggy. Your stepbrother is a very excitable young man, Miss Scott. I was watching when he came sneaking in here. I warned you, Mr. Malone. But I suppose one in your profession doesn't mind a few risks. Tell me, did you know the man you were talking to on shipboard a few days ago? Now listen to me, you better... Duncan, what did Sherman say to your sister that caused you to get so excited? Get out. Get out, I tell you. Okay. Okay, I'm going. Just let me warn you that you're playing with dynamite, Miss Scott. I'll be seeing you. I don't understand, Duncan. Why did he come here? On the table there. The blackmail note, Peggy. The second one. Like Mr. Malone, the note was confident and explicit. Even to the denominations of the money to be tied into a package and brought to the cliff that night. Except for the second trip to the bank, neither Duncan nor I left the cottage all day. Somehow we both had a feeling of being watched. And it grew stronger as evening approached. Finally, it was dark. Peggy, yes. over here to the window. I saw a light moving down there along the shore. I, I guess the time has come, Duncan. Yeah. There it is again, Pace. Mm-hmm. So he's got a flashlight way down at the foot of the path. That means that he'll have to come through the woods to get out onto the cliff above Devil Deep. He picked that spot because it's open ground. He can be sure there's nobody out there except me. Oh, I wish you didn't have to go. We could leave the money there. How could we? The note said me alone with the money. I'd better get out there before he does. Where's that package that the money up in? Here it is. I wondered if you were going to forget it. Forget it? Are you kidding me? You've got to be honest with me, Duncan. You weren't thinking of doing anything. Anything we'd both be sorry for. What do you mean? I... Like Sherman? Yes. Peggy, I tell you, I was crazy that night. All I want to do is get this over with. You'll see. I'll pay him off and I'll get right back here. All right, dear. Go quickly now. I'll be waiting for you. But I knew I wouldn't be. 
for I never intended to let Duncan meet Bob Malone. The package I'd given him contained torn strips of paper. It would never be opened because I was going to meet the blackmailer before he reached the cliff. Quickly, I got the money and slipped out the back way. There wasn't a sound except for the roar of the surf in the distance. The woods made the night even blacker. When I reached the path, there was no sign of a flashlight. But pretty soon, I thought I heard footsteps coming up. Suddenly, I heard a sound close behind me. As I turned, the earth opened up with a blinding flash and everything went flat. Slowly, slowly I began to whirl back into the light. I, I opened my eyes and saw I was back in the cottage lying on the couch in the living room. After a moment, feeling tilted back into place. And I turned my head and tried to focus on the man sitting beside me. It's Bob Malone, Miss Scott. Don't be frightened. You've got quite a sock on the head, but you're all right now. Why did you hit me? Don't try to talk. Just lie back and be quiet. Oh, but... But the money... It's in my pocket. Don't try to sit up. Take it and go. Go before... Before Duncan comes back. Your brother doesn't even know what's happened yet. He's still waiting out on the cliff. Now, just forget him for a minute, Peggy, because I've got something more important for you right now. Sherman, come around the couch where Miss Scott can see you. Sherman? Mr. Sherman, but he, he... He's dead. Oh, not at all, Miss Scott. Your friend Malone brought me back from a watery grave. Very inconsiderate, don't you think? Cut the crack, Sherman. Look, Peggy, if you'd given me half a break, I'd have told you I was a private detective. Sherman's a well-known blackmailer. When I spotted him talking to you on the boat, I figured it was worth looking into. But, Mr. Malone, then there never was any reason for Duncan to be blackmailed. Mr. Sherman tricked him. He... Well, he somehow made Duncan think he killed him. I think your brother needs a psychiatrist. Badly. That's not important now. The important thing is that Duncan's not a murderer. Well, don't you understand? It was his imagination. Sometimes the things in his mind seem real to him. He hated Mr. Sherman enough to... Yes, that's it. Sherman worked on this quirk of his, got Duncan excited, faked the death of look here, Malone. I told you... Before. All the time I was frightened to death of you, Mr. Malone. That's my fault. When I saw your brother push that trunk overboard, I got kind of worried. I checked the passenger list and then everyone who got off the boat. So did I. Then Mr. Sherman didn't get off. Oh, yes, he did. After you were nowhere around. You were a little too anxious to believe the worst of your brother, if I may say so, Miss Scott. I told you to keep out of this, Sherman. You see, Peggy, when I saw our blackmailing friend and knew there wasn't anybody in that trunk, I stopped worrying. Like fun you did, old boy. You've been tailing me ever since you saw me talking to the young lady that morning. But I never figured it was more than your usual blackmail routine till I saw how scared Miss Scott was. Yes, but don't you see? Duncan and I thought he was dead. Yes, I see that now. Lucky I followed him out here tonight. I was right behind him when he came up the path with the flashlight. It's too bad you couldn't have stopped him from hitting me. Shut up, Sherman. Suppose you and I stroll down to the kid brother and tell him he can relax. Oh, but, but Duncan thinks he's dead. Don't you see the kind of a shock it'll be when he sees him? I can't leave Sherman here. Just you leave this to me. I don't think you should try to get up yet. Oh, but you don't understand. Duncan flies off the handle so easily. I know that only too well. Come along, Sherman. I think Miss Scott's stepbrother will be delighted to find you returned from the dead. Thank you, Miss Scott. I'll admit that up to this point, your story checks in every detail. But what actually happened afterwards out on that cliff? I don't really know, Inspector Bowman. I never saw Duncan or, or Mr. Sherman again. Mr. Malone was the only one to come back alive. <laughs> 
I have told you what happened out there, Inspector, just as I told Miss Scott. Mr. Malone, you told me that when Duncan saw Sherman, the man he thought he'd killed, he flew into a rage and attacked him. The Sherman had a revolver, and during the struggle, he shot Duncan, and they both went over the cliff. I'm sure that's what happened, Inspector. I should have known that that's exactly what Duncan would do. I happen to know Sherman's record, Miss Scott. Blackmailer, yes. But he never carried a gun. That's what I thought. Why I didn't bother to search him. I'm afraid I can't believe him alone. We dragged the devils deep an hour ago. We recovered Sherman's body. He was the one killed by the bullet. And you think maybe I took things into my own hands? If you didn't, I'm suggesting you tell us differently. Well, you forced me into a corner, Inspector. You asked for it, don't forget. Let's go back to the moment Sherman and I left Miss Scott in the cottage near the cliff. There was a bright moon as the blackmailer and I headed toward the spot where young Duncan sat on a rock, staring down into Devil's Deep. I wonder what Duncan's going to say when he sees me, Malone. I do make a rather healthy corpse, don't you think? That's your worry, Sherman. But I wouldn't like to be in your shoes. You don't go for that poor sick boy line with this kid, do you? I do, Sherman. He's studying to be a manic depressive. He's on the way toward making the grade. Well, in that case, you're going to have a tough time proving anything against me, Malone. The blackmail notes in your handwriting are pretty good evidence, I'd say. Hold it now. It's seen us. Now, let me handle this. Everything under control, Duncan? Of course, Mr. Malone. I've been waiting for you. I saw you on the path a while ago. Good. Got anything to say to the ghost of Mr. Sherman? Plenty. Stupid, crumbling rat. I'll be giving the works. Now, look here, kid. I never did like this deal. But you made it seem harmless enough. You think it was harmless, Duncan? To hire Sherman to make like a corpse so you could blackmail yourself and scare your sister into paying off? I should really have killed him. All he had to do was stay out of your way. All this might have been more harmless, Duncan, if you hadn't sneaked back and slugged your sister just before we came up the path. Was that necessary? I was pretty mad when I opened that package and found the paper she'd given me. I had to get my money without letting her know it was me. You know, I could have worked this blackmail stunt again sometime. Yeah, I suppose you could. Too bad I came along just then and drove you off. You'll never get the money now. I'll get it, don't worry. And all the rest of it, too, it belongs to me. My father should never have left it to her. I'm afraid, Duncan, that sooner or later you might kill Peggy. Well, maybe I will if she gets wise to me. Now look, Malone, I'd never have got mixed up with a kid if I'd known this. Not very pretty, is it? Don't forget that if anything happened to his sister, he had threatening letters in your handwriting. Where do you think that would have put you? He was going to give them back when he paid me my grand here on the cliff tonight. Ah, you're a fool, Sherman. Why do you think I told you to pick Devil's Deep for a meeting place? In those notes I delivered by myself. Get it, Sherman? Noble brother meets nasty blackmailer. Shoves him off cliff in self-defense. Neat, huh? I wasn't acting when I said I hated you, Sherman. I never could stand the way you looked at Peggy. Why, you little rat, that's fine coming from you. I ought to... Oh, he may have a gun. Of course I have. Why do you think I let the two of you come out here after me? After I get rid of you, I'm still going to get that money. Listen, kid. I'm going to take that gun away from you and give you the spanking of your life. Keep away from the edge, Sherman. He'll plug you as short as... He hasn't got what it takes. Just a loudmouth brat. Go on, you keep backing up toward the edge, sonny boy, and pretty soon... Take another step, Sherman. I'll shoot. No, you won't, kid, because I'm going to... That's the story, Inspector. I didn't tell it because I... Well, I hope Miss Scott wouldn't have to know. Sorry it had to come out this way, Miss Scott. Oh, if only I could have helped him. You tried. But Duncan was really dangerous. Maybe it's just as well that fate stepped in and took a hand. As though some evil force had claimed him. Yeah. The devil's deep. 
Thank you. 